0: Welcome to Article 23, your podcast all about making work, work. Before we get started today, I'd like to pay our respects to the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land where we record the podcast today. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining us here on Article 23. Uh, I'm James Hancock and as always, I'm joined by the CEO and founder of MOI, Rhonda Brighton-Hall. How are you, Rhonda? Welcome.
1: Uh, Thank you. It's very nice to be here delighted to be alongside you.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. So we have a format. We stick to the format. Uh, we're gonna Most ha- of the time. Mo- I mean, yeah. We're- I said we do it sort. and we're already off track. No, we're not. But basically, we always yes. try to cover two topics that are all about um, or around work. Yes. And also someone that's doing great work or a really cool kind of news story. Yes. Great. I've got a warning on this podcast. Not to scare people away. I hope they keep listening after this. I know. We're not going to do political, we don't do political, we are apolitical, but we are yes. going to talk a bit about what's on the minds of average Aussies at the moment, yes. and also as we go into this sort of New South Wales election time. Ooh, yes, scary. Yes. And I think wherever you listen in from, if you're in Australia, these will resonate with you, and probably around the world for that matter. So the work topics for today, number one, superannuation.
1: Very cool. topical, constantly on the news at the moment. Yes.
0: Cost of living, the yes. pressure, and what I've called the unique worries of one.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good topic. It's actually where everyone gets lost in their own expenses and own reaction to cost of living, but actually there's some people who are much worse off and it's worth having a bit of an understanding of that.
0: Totally agree. And then our good news story is a bit of a bright spark. It's not today someone doing great work, but it's about a whole town doing a really cool job of belonging, connection and community.
1: And does it have a little feature of the Country Women's Association? It has I what I would fear. call
0: multiple cameos from the country, <laughs> multiple people. There's a photo from one Country Women's Association member. There's comments in there. It's a, just a wonderful story.
1: Yes, uh, and I feel right at home. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. And, no and problem. I'll ring my mum, and she'll be proud.
0: Love it. Can't <laughs> wait. And there's you'll be glad to know that in the article I'm thinking about, where which sort of broke this good news story, there's even a photo of CWA putting jam and cream on scones.
1: The correct way.
0: The correct way. Jam, then cream, right?
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? Goes without saying, yes. Good,
0: sorry to say it as a city slicker. (laughs) (laughs) Superannuation. On this one, right, I reckon people know what super is. It's the money your employer pays into this mystical, untouchable account for the future.
1: Having lived all over the world, as we Mm. both have, it is actually a pretty cool thing because it means that the pressure of your old age, you can sort of look after yourself if you're able to. Yeah. And it means that the social security that's provided yep. goes to people in need when they're older, yep. as opposed to needing to go to all of us. So we sort of can put some savings aside yep. to be independent when we're older. I think it's a great idea. It's gone on for a long time now. Like, you know. Yeah,
0: totally. And basically, you know, money's going in there. The theory is like markets and money goes up over time. And so yeah. it's a way to compound for the future. It's kind of cool, right? And we,
1: Yeah. And when you live have lived in countries, which we both have, we don't have that social safety net for old or unemployment or anything else, it's it's pretty it's pretty wicked. So this is actually another example, I think, of a good practice. Most countries in the world have this, but it's a good one.
0: Yeah, totally agree. And so we know, I'm not even going to bore people with all the detail, but we know that people pay tax in Australia on what they earn. And so what I found out about that, I had a rough, rough feeling, but it's around 23%. Yeah. The average Aussie pays 23% of their money away in tax. Cool. In superannuation, that's lower on the money that goes in and what you earn in that account.
1: Yeah, to encourage people to put more aside. Correct. Look after themselves. Now that we're all going to live to be 100, we're going to need a little extra.
0: Yeah, and so that sort of makes sense, right? Even if you're not used to super, giving someone a bit of a discount or whatever, a bit of a hand to think for the future, great. Yes. But the theory at the moment is, what if you've got a heck of a lot of money in there? Should you not have that anymore? Yes. Not get that discount, let's call it.
1: Yes. Or should you have less of a discount?
0: Correct. Yeah, that's exactly right, I reckon. So what we know is they want to put... A 30% tax, not a 15% tax on any earnings where Super's $3 million for your balance, where the, the earnings over that. Yep. Number two, though, is that it's about 80,000 Aussies today that that would impact.
1: Which and the general population of all people work and, and earn money is yep. a very small number of people. Correct. Uh, 04 one percent, if you're looking for it.
0: What's your response to the whole concept? Because I reckon it's an emotive one people have on this topic where I'm like... yeah.
1: It is a motive, and I think it'll be a generational impact too, which I yeah. think is really interesting. So, I think the first reaction is I did find a lot of the humour pretty funny.
0: It is very funny. What, did, what very did you funny. see? Tell the people what you saw. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> my favourite one was actually on Channel 9 mm-hmm. and they did a whip around the streets of Double Bay I think to have oh, a look at I mean, uh, yeah. people that are impacted and how they were being affected and what I love most about it is every person they put a microphone in front of actually got into the joke straight away like it was pretty good, funny good. and my favourite <laughs> line was a guy you know she said "Oh, look, are you worried that you might have to sell one of your five Mercedes and this guy said no but I am really sad about losing the third boat because it's my daughter's favourite
0: <laughs> that's Pretty funny, it and it might funny. have not even been a joke. But yeah. and if someone's
1: walking around talking to you at like 7 30 in the morning, and you're already able to make I love the fact that there was I interviewed about 10 people, they're all yeah. very funny, so it's like that that's a funny suburb.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. No further comment from me on that, <laughs> but so you've got that. So you've got people having a bit of fun of it, people that are like tax the rich, people no one's gonna feel like, sad for rich people. That's yeah, always part of the case, yeah. it's part of
1: the selling campaign of putting yeah. the changes in. All, oh, all, oh, yeah, we get it.
0: And as you started, the. Um, piece on what super is the idea is still decent which is to try and save money for when you're older so that you're able to look after yourself a bit better
1: Yeah, the way and, I look at it. And retain your independence like you're not getting someone else telling you how you have to live and be, Yeah, you can do your own thing which I think is awesome.
0: You know what I took from it basic stuff I took one, which people are talking about, which is sort of economic whatever, is that not indexing that, as in going up over time, yeah. means you're going to catch more people yeah. at a pace, what, fast, slow, someone from some smart economic institute can work that out. But ultimately, yeah. that'll change what they're yeah. trying to do. I think, I think. the
1: not, not indexing piece, from what we've seen in the last couple of days, will be an open debate. Yeah. Because, it, you know, three million is pretty high. So, you know, it'll take a long time for most people to get to that from there current 200,000, Yeah, the Yeah, was. that's
0: right. It's like 150K or 200K is the yeah, average balance. So yeah. it's not... But yeah. for
1: people who've got 20 years or something yeah. left in their working life, it'll catch them. So yeah. probably that indexing conversation will come back and someone will try and build a campaign and why not do not to do it, but I'm sure it will come through.
0: agree. And, you know, I feel like I need to say, you know, we are not financial advisors. Anything <laughs> we say is generally nature, you know, past performance is not a... Med- but with all that aside is we're pretty pragmatic on this stuff like we are in all of our conversations is... It sort of tells you if you can, if you're in a position to, is don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> I,
1: I reckon that's a, a really big deal. So I sit um, firmly in what we used to call before we decided generational yep. theory was rubbish. But I sit in what generation and Generation X, and it's yep. very interesting. Our main theme is I want. Choice. I want yeah. freedom. I want to choose what I want to do. You can't make me do it. Yeah. You know. We're the, so that's our generation. So I like the idea of not putting your eggs in one basket. Don't be dependent on other people's decisions to on how you're going to live your life. Put it in a few different places and work it out. How you're going to do it. Yeah. You know, respecting that not everybody has that opportunity to do that. But if you want to make your own choices, make sure you are making your own choices, not yeah. waiting to be impacted by others.
0: Yep. Yeah. And if you were just if you were thinking of doing one basket hopefully we've just made someone one person think about doing something slightly different
1: yeah that's good good. not that you're a financial advisor not a financial (laughs) advisor do seek
0: professional (laughs) advice first etc etc Number two, cost of living. Cause Another in a, serious one. Yeah, in a lot of the polls and things where it's like, what do you want, What are you caring about? What are you worried about? And also what's an election topic? Cost of living is like over 50% of people are saying that. Right, That is it. the hot topic. That is the one on the pie chart that gets it. And so we know what the backdrop is to this. I think we've spoken about in other podcasts, but basically yes. inflation's up, interest rates are up, things cost a bit more. But that's not the angle I really wanted to take with this one because I read some really interesting stuff about this. And I know you've got some really good perspectives too, Rhonda, is a mm. um, bit of a perfect storm in that the effects of this are particularly bad if you're single mm. or alone or living in a single way, even if it's with others. So, you know, that you don't have people to share that pressure with. You've just maybe had three years living by yourself, potentially. Mm. You've had COVID. You've gone through that, that loneliness. Yeah. Now you've got this sort of economic pressure
1: Ouch. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think there's a lot of conversations around this because we've got this sort of view about our tax system has been set up for the cis
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's right.
1: Family structured life. And yep. that's how we're gonna do it. And a lot of pressure on the things that are associated with that, um, like childcare and what have you, is a big discussion at the moment. Mm. But we are sort of losing track of that. And the first group that really came through in the singles one was, of course, older women. Women yeah. who were leaving marriages or um, never got married and were finding themselves out of a job or had been poor paid for most of their life. Particularly if they had children, they would have been sitting at the under 22.5% than the men next to them. Yeah. So all of that's played out. And they're finding themselves rapidly increasing in the percentage of them that are in the poverty section mm-hmm. as they're older. And so that was the first single group we started to look at. And now as you know from your conversations this morning, it's starting to get much broader than that. Yeah. But I also say we've got some really old fashioned views yeah. about how this works how partnership marriage whatever you want to call it works and i had another one on the weekend i was with a group of people who are in their 20s and early 30s and they're all doing postgrad study they're actually a group of people that are doing a doctorate and it was very interesting is that those of them that are single are being supported in their study to become well educated and support our country and make us smarter and everything else those of them that are in a coupled relationship living with a partner even if they're earning nothing But their partner, not their married partner or anything else, just their partner in the house, their means tested on their partner's income so they don't Mm. get any support at all.
0: Oh, that's very interesting.
1: So some of them are saying, oh, phew, lucky you told me. I'll pretend I'm not living with my partner. I'll pretend or actually what they were pretending is they're not actually in a partnership.
0: Right. But you're like,
1: that's really wacky because we sort of lose track of how society is changing shape. Because we put forward a shape that we need to put forward to buy into whatever structures have been put around us, as opposed to how we're actually living.
0: Yeah, there's sort of um, inbuilt expectations of simplicity and, I don't know, conformity, wrong word, but, you know, it'll it'll look one way. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that's interesting. One of the other ones I saw was all about, and this is a very specific example, a bit personal, but is single parents. And mm. single parents banding together to live together. And you and to I... To share family, that's very cost. Cool. Very it's actually cool. very cool.
1: Very cool. I and could, y- you and I know a bit about single parents, families. We do.
0: <laughs> that would have worked for us, I think, in some hindsight. Yeah. We, we went into... Live with our grandparents. But, you know, in 2023, if that was repeated, I reckon that'll work pretty well.
1: So people will change the shape of their family structures yep. to meet the needs of whatever the taxation and income structures are built for.
0: Yeah, and to live. And to live and survive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly yeah. right. So
1: I think this cost of living one is a really good conversation that you've brought up. And I'd love the idea that people are going, okay, I'm hearing what impacts me. Yep. But if we go to elections and things to vote, let's have a bit of a think about how it's impacting all of us. Because as a society, we are all in it together and we're all impacting each other so let's be a bit open to the fact that the experience is very different better or worse and let's listen for what it is
0: so I reckon there's a segue in this to the last one on good news and how we're thinking about how people live and how they thrive and how they survive and sort of pass on and legacy yeah because this last this this (laughs) last one is a bloody ripper I don't want to put pressure (laughs) on it but as I said at the start it might seem a bit weird it is not a someone doing great work this week. It's a whole community doing great work where they're creating a sense of belonging, connection and sort of comfort the way that I read it. So this is a story It came off Good News on the ABC. Really cool page if you're not following it already. A beautiful story of this little town about three hours north of Melbourne called Charlton, which is basically gone. We're not getting any bigger. What are we doing to attract people? How do we interact with people that aren't from here? How does it look and what is our community? And so they're just going literally and metaphorically to town um, on this whole thing. Um, It's literally this thriving place where properties are a bit cheaper. It's the kind of place you want to live and that you'd want to be. Really through for me, there's lots of cute articles about the local motel swimming pool open to the community. Just jump on in. They ran a little music festival, very welcoming. People that may not have crossed paths so yeah. happily and deliberately doing so, yeah, to make sure that town of Charlton survives in the future. When I was
1: listening to you talk about it, it was just such a great example of these country towns. And if people haven't lived in them, they yeah. don't know why it matters. And yeah. you get such a great lesson about it. And like at Christmas time, we went down to Malacuda, which is a very remote town. It's the most remote town between Melbourne and Sydney on the coast. There, that is my husband's hometown, and it was just so interesting that town got crushed under the bushfires, as you remember, yeah, and very hard to get town back in because they lost so many homes so they can't have workers for cafes and things like that yeah so little things that we were down there is like you couldn't get a coffee after two o'clock because there was literally no cafe N- no one staff. To help. yeah and they're doing the same thing they're coming together in okay how do we want to rethink our town how do we want to come back together and the generosity and, and we're in kangaroo valley last week which is my mother's hometown Yeah. and you start to see how it comes together and it is very diverse people have this view of country people they're all the same but you've got you know the gay couples and you've got the family couples and you've got the old people People, the young people, and you've got the new people just joining because they didn't want to be in the CVD anymore. So, you really do have these people who are joining it voluntarily, as well as people, as we saw in Kangaroo Valley last week, that my mother remembers going to school with, <laughs> still on their farms. So, it was amazing to see how those communities come together. And it's a beautiful example. I love the, the topic you sent out, which was a friendly town, Charlton. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, that's, that's what the article is called. And what it got for me, you've got that really cool perspective of understanding those towns better. I'm a slicker, whatever you want to call it, but I'm reading that and going, I want to go there. And so I think that's part of what it is trying to do, but it's also saying you're very welcome here and it's also very clearly and this is like you know a no brainer but that people so matter to the connections and what a place is it's not just the place itself if that makes sense so
1: absolutely um, true it was pretty cool not just about the view or the cool beach yeah, it's view, actually about beach, your neighbor a building your you know name, yeah yeah 100% absolutely true absolutely
0: 100% so that's it yes. we covered super
1: yes very and serious changes. yeah very <laughs> serious
0: superannuation we covered cost of living and pressures and, and different perspectives Yep. and we covered the good news stories of beautiful town Charlton.
1: And it sounds great. I bet we all go there now.
0: We will. There might be the next moi team team get together. Team there.
1: Weekend. Pretty
0: fun. cool. So that is a wrap for us today.
1: Lovely conversation, James. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Keep on listening.
1: Thank you.